If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I'm happy that you tuned in. Okay, today's exciting show, Should I Buy the Seller's Furniture? Wow. And on the show is the premier real estate attorney, both commercial and residential, in both Illinois and Indiana. Yeah, that's Vincent Arricchio. Also, your offer has been accepted. Now what can you expect from the mortgage loan process leading to clear to close? In studio is the premier mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Yeah, that's Pat Canone. And as I do every year in the fall and winter, I like to support and celebrate wonderful charities. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And in studio this morning is a courageous survivor, Mary, to share with us her uplifting and touching story. You don't want to miss that. Yes, we do have a packed house again today with a lot of valuable information so get a paper and pencil ready and don't forget we are live this is not one of these recorded national shows we are your local hosts with local information from northern illinois chicago and all suburbs yeah so 312-642-5600 yeah that's 312-642-5600 uh good morning everybody happy sunday happy sunday morning randy vincent Arricchio. Yes, Randy, I hope you've been well. You know, I know this may not sound like the most sensational topic. I know it's not sizzling or uh, super, but furniture has been coming up in my deals more than usual. I don't know if it's the sign of the times. I don't know if it's people trying to get a deal. I don't know if it's just people having the same taste and loving the way uh, items fit in personal space, but it occurred to me that it may be beneficial to our audience who's either buying or selling or interested in buying or selling how this works. So uh, uh, I figured I'd just run with it. Randy, have you ever had any uh, issues doing appraisals with furniture or hearing any horror stories before I begin? Well, I've had stories where they negotiated that the big cooler in the garage, big cooler for deep freeze, was going along, and the refrigerator in the kitchen was going along. And there were, these are really nice appliances, and they had um, a washer and dryer in the basement that was really nice. But a day or two before closing, they went and swapped out the really good stuff, appliances exactly. with the bad stuff. But um, also, I've had people who were in apartments, maybe, and they wanted a fresh start, and they didn't have a lot of money. So they saw the nice furniture in the home, and they decided to make a bid because it really was nice furniture. So it, it could go either way. Uh, you're right. You're right. It could be good or bad, pro or con. So what happens is the lawyers here in Illinois at a minimum, and of course, this is based on the Indiana contracts, too, but the lawyers have paragraphs in the contracts that say what should happen. Are there any other additional personal property items? Are there any other furniture items coming or going with the deal? And also, the face of the contract in Illinois has check boxes for every normal or general or regular or common uh, appliance or kind of furniture or ceiling fan that happens. So really, everyone always thinks, right? Buyers and sellers, and even their lawyers always think, the first page of the contract covers everything. I know what's, in, I know what's coming because the boxes are checked, 
and I know what's extra, what also is happening because we filled it in. So one way of handling it uh, is on the face of the contract. But but uh, you have to be careful because a lot of times people try to swap out appliances. <laughs> like, like, like some of the things you said, uh, I even had a deal where uh, someone took out their washer and dryer and replaced it with a different washer and dryer. And that's supposed to be a big no-no. A seller thinks they're allowed to give any washer dryer, but the buyer made the offer with the house having that washer dryer. So I guess the first thing I should say is no swapping. Uh, the second thing I should say is the contract's supposed to take care of everything. But the question is then, what if there's extra pieces that uh, 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 a lender isn't happy about? And what do I mean by that? I know we might have some lenders on the horn here, but I'm going to say it. Lenders usually don't like to loan money for people to buy personal furniture. And Vince? Uh, if it's, yeah. On all, appli- on all appraisals, I have it in quotations, personal property items are, uh, apl- I say appliances and personal property items are not included in the appraised value because the mortgage is for the land it sits on and the house and any built-ins. So if there's appliances um, like a refrigerator, washer and dryer, these are personal property items and they're not included in the appraised value. And a lot of times on a refinance appraisal, they said, hey, Randy, I just spent 16000 in uh, stainless steel this and king that. And, you know, but I tell them that's really great, but it's not included in the appraised value. Just like you said, mortgage companies don't want to lend on personal property. Yeah. And, you know, one day we should have a panel of lawyers and mortgage lenders get together and discuss this because it's a little confusing. Uh, get a load of this. The contract has the check boxes, So the lender knows that you're getting that stuff. Uh, the personal property. But what you just said is still true. Uh, Lenders don't like to loan money for personal property. And the only thing I can tell you after 25 years of doing this is I've made my own conclusion. I've made my own made-up reality of the lenders don't like extra stuff. They'll let the check boxes (laughs) on our standard contracts work, but they don't want to see stuff added in. So, for instance, and what you brought up at the very outset of this segment, uh, the refrigerator on the ground floor, check. The extra super-duper sub-zero freezer in the basement, ah, that's extra, guys. And you put it on the line under the extras, and then you decide if the lender freaks out or not. And in my words, uh, the phrase is, lenders like to loan you money on a house and quote unquote, you know the the normal appliances. Nod, nod, wink, wink. Randy just told you the truth. But anyway, move along. But the lenders don't like to help you finance bigger or different furniture than hey, Vince, normal. Yes. A way around this is if you are friends with the sellers. Supposedly, you know, you, you built a friendship over the last thirty days. You could just tell them take the appliances off of the contract, but help sign a promissory note on the side, I guarantee you're going to get it when we close. So it doesn't appear that it's in the mortgage. Randy, you know, I just play a lawyer on radio. You really are in the <laughs> mind of a lawyer. I got to tell you, because that's actually where I'm going. The next okay. thing is when you guys, when you guys have a contract that the real estate agent filled out and it has that extra furniture on page one and the lender goes, oh, no, 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 we do not like that. What the lawyers end up doing is we cross that out 
and you do an amendment that they're gone. And then you have a new topic. How is it handled? And you said an excellent point. The parties pay out of the contract. They pay outside. They don't. So the lender doesn't think you're getting a loan on their back to buy furniture. Uh, and you just do it to the side, which then it gets weird if I may say so, because the next question is, well, who handles that? The real estate agents or the lawyers? And I've had real estate agents take the bull by the horns and be like, Vince, I know it's not land. I'll take care of it. I've had real estate agents say, I'm not a furniture salesman. You do it. Real sassy to me. I've had real estate. I, 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 and then I've had to say, as a favor, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. But no, that's not a part of my quote-unquote flat fee services to help you buy a house. I'm not here to like broker your garage sale arrangement to you know go back and forth to help you buy. Furniture. And Vince, but but yeah, a lot of times they're empty nesters now, and they they don't want they don't have a need for all the furniture because the kids are already growing out of school on their own. But let's say you've got a newlywed couple leaving an apartment building and they're buying a home. They don't have enough money to fill the living room, dining room, kitchen, bedrooms with furniture. So if there's some pieces there, it makes sense to make an offer to try to get that included. It does, but and you should, and, and you can pay by check. And here's the dirty little secret <laughs> or the thing that scares me the most. Please, please, please do not bring that check to the closing table. That's right. Uh, oh, we, my used gosh. Call, we used to call it HUD uh, violation. Actually, the housing, uh, urban development, um, but the uh, new form is called an ALTA, A-L-T-A, American Land Transfer Act nice. Settlement Statement. So for everyone out there, when you get that little Excel spreadsheet, when you get the numbers page, when you get the document that freaks you out or excites you at the closing table with the big numbers and all the numbers on it, that's called a settlement statement. Hey, uh, under, yeah. Hey, this is valuable information. If anybody's listening, how could they get a hold of you to learn about yep. if they're going to buy furniture and appliances along with the house? Of course, they can always call us, 312 312- Two six three zero zero one zero. Check out our website, reallawchicago.com, and we love realestatereveal.com too. Hey Vince, we don't have a video of you dancing in the studio. We've got a few other people. That's what we got to get you to do next show. Hey, that's Vince and Riccio. Uh, and when we come back, Pat Canone, mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Thank you all so much for making us your, your Sunday habit. We'll be right back. Real Estate Revealed. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. And welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And boy, did you miss that first segment about buying furniture when you're in appliances? That's Vincent Arricchio. Get out to the website and contact him for more details. Um, realestatereveal.com R-E-V as in Victor E-A-L-E-D.com A lot of great information Hey, speaking of great information Your offer has been accepted to buy Now, what can you expect During the mortgage loan process And in studio Because, uh, you know, we always want to hear this Clear to close um, But Magic in studio words. Yeah, so um, In studio, we've got the premier mortgage loan consultant From the Loan Depot And if you've been alive at all of uh, the last past year, uh, Vince uh, Pat Canone is in the top one percent. 
Yeah, and he was also on Agent Magazine last month. Just outstanding, and we're so happy that he's one of the co-hosts on the show. So, uh, happy Sunday morning, Pat Canone. Happy Sunday morning, everyone. Thank you for the kudos, uh, Randy. So, the most exciting uh, part of the uh, process is getting your uh, your offer accepted. Uh, and now, what can you expect? So, the first step is... Um, you're going to be providing your uh, your realtor an earnest money check. Earnest money is basically a deposit saying, yes, I'm serious. I'm moving forward with the transaction. Next, you're going to work with your realtor and schedule a home inspection. That you want to do, regardless of whether you're buying as is or not. Uh, my recommendation is always to uh, to get a home inspection just so you know and have comfort in knowing what you're getting. And also, Pat, a lot of people say, that, oh, I don't need to pay 450 bucks or 500 for a home inspection because I'm going FHA, and they'll protect me, and they have an FHA inspector that comes out and will call for repairs. No, not at all. No. I've had several shows this past couple of years. There is no FHA inspector. FHA does not call for repairs, so you're not protected. They simply insure the mortgage. So as Pat Canone says, get a home inspection done. Very good. Uh, point well taken, Randy. So now, what can you expect? So by now, if you haven't already... Uh, You need to provide your lender with pay stubs, uh, 30 days worth of pay stubs, W-2s for the last two years, tax returns if you're self-employed. I cannot stress this enough. If you're self-employed, you do need to go through the process and get a verified pre-approval prior to you getting to this point. That being said, um, we may need to see tax returns the last two years. Bank and investment statements. We need two months' worth, all pages. We don't care if the last page is blank. We need to see that. And identification, a valid state um, or uh, government-issued identification. And don't forget, everybody, we're live. If you have any questions for Pat Canone, our loan officer, 312-642-5600. Yeah, that's 312-642-5600. Pat. So we as the lender will prepare your uh, loan application. We'll input all of the data that we've been provided, including the purchase price, the amount of money that you're planning on putting down, uh, the earnest money, whether you've negotiated any credits with the seller, and so forth. And with this loan application, we'll send it out to you, and most lenders do today, electronically, along with a loan estimate. This is an official document uh, basically detailing all of the estimated costs that you may entail as you go through the process. There are some costs that are fixed costs that we know what they're going to be. There are other costs that we're going to estimate, such as uh, title charges. Here in the state of Illinois, title generally is chosen by the seller's side. However, you as a buyer do have that right and option to choose your own title company. So we send out this uh, application to you and whoever else is on the loan um, electronically. And you'll have a period of time to review these documents. With myself, I'm always your go-to person. So once you receive the documentation, we can schedule a call and go through everything line by line, if you wish, so that you uh, and your co-borrowers understand the whole process. So now you've taken care of that process. What's next? We have a processor uh, uh review these documents as well. This is another set of eyes that will go through all of these documents and take a look at what may have been missed and reach out to you to ensure that we uh, send an underwriter everything that's needed to get loan approval. The next step is the processor sends this documentation up to our underwriter for review. An underwriter uh, goes over these documents based on the mandates from the various uh, 
government entities, whether it's FHA, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or USDA, to ensure that we meet uh, all of their mandates for loan approval. After the underwriter reviews everything, more than likely, there are still going to be some I's that need to be dotted, T's that need need to be crossed. So we'll also get that back to the processor, and he or she will get a hold of you to gather any of that final documentation. From that point, during the process, behind the scenes, we're uh, seeking out title commitment. Title uh, needs to be free and clear. So we want to make sure that title is in the names that you want and registered exactly how you wish title to be. One of the steps that also is taken during this processing time is an appraisal. So more than likely, we will need to order an appraisal. This is the only fee that most lenders want ahead of time. And generally, depending on the lender maybe and the size of the home, maybe anywhere between $475 to $550. While the appraisal is being completed by someone much like Randy here, you're going to be looking for homeowner's insurance. Homeowner's insurance ensures that if anything happens to the home, that it is fully covered. You can use whomever you wish. Uh, all we ask is that you provide us with their contact information so that we can uh, reach out to them and provide them with the mortgagee clause and other information that they need in order to send to us. And during this process, depending on the level of down payment that you're making, we'll also take a look to ensure that you have enough money for tax escrows, insurance escrows, and such. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show and uh, we're talking to Pat Canone. He is the premier uh, mortgage loan consultant with the Loan Depot, talking about what happens after uh, the offer was accepted, the whole mortgage process. Pat. Thank you, Randy. So the homeowner's insurance, a common question I get is, why does the homeowner's insurance need to be paid a year up front? Basically, it's uh, to ensure that the home is fully insured day one. The day that you take possession of the home, the home is insured to uh, to ensure that there aren't any issues in case something happens. Here we live uh, primarily the, uh, in, the, in the state of Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin. Um, storms happen, and you want to make sure that if anything happens to your home, wind damage or such, that it's fully covered. And the, uh, the lender wants to make sure that that's taken care of as well. So now we've got all of this process. We've received the appraisal back from uh, an appraiser, much like Randy, and... Um, the value comes in at your purchase price. It doesn't ask for any repairs at that point. Uh, we then place all of this back into the underwriter's hands. The additional uh, part of this process is we make sure that any home inspection issues have been resolved with the realtor and uh, and yourself. And we send the, the loan now for final review. The underwriter checks all of the boxes and ensures that uh, everything is met, and we get the magical words, clear to close. Uh, those are the words that we all want to hear. Um, so now we ensure and send this information out to you here in, in Illinois to your attorney as well as your agent. Now you can start to schedule the utilities. Uh, usually you work with your uh, realtor partner to, uh, uh, to determine who the utility companies are, and we ask the attorney to schedule the closing. Beyond that, the next step for you and your realtor is to schedule a final walkthrough. Uh, this is usually done either the day before or the day of closing. And finally, 
you attend the closing, the keys go across the table, and you are a homeowner. No, no finer moment in time for any new home buyer is when the keys cross the table and you're finally a homeowner. Hey, Pat, this is valuable information, your checklist on what happens from initially taking the mortgage application to closing. But uh, a lot of listeners are probably driving. They couldn't take all these notes down. But how can someone get a hold of you so you can email them the checklist? Absolutely. You can always reach out to me on my cell phone at 630-965-8138. That's 630-965-8138. At my website, uh, patcanone.com. That's C-A-N-N-O-N-E. Also, we're all here on Real Estate Revealed website, and uh, I also host a podcast. You can reach out uh, to the podcast, Lend Me Your Ear, and uh, social media. Uh, please uh, DM us or uh, friend us. We'd love to connect on social Thank as well. Thank you, Pat Canone. Oh, my gosh. Great information. Hey, and moving forward for the rest of the show here now, you know me. Every year I like to celebrate wonderful charities. And October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And in studio is Courageous Survivor Mary to share with us her uplifting and touching story right after the break. And don't forget, we're live if you want to share your story, too. 312-642-5600. Yeah, 312-642-5600. We'll be right back. Back to the show, sure to answer your questions about the real estate market. Real Estate Revealed with Randy Bursella. Ain't nobody leaving here. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And if you missed any part of the last segment with Pat Canone, he had a checklist on what to do after you make the mortgage application. Get out to the website. Yeah, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. And also, if you want to see what everybody looks like in the studio, I have Facebook Live videos. Yeah, um, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And uh, I'm also excited. Every, as you, everybody knows on my audience here, every year in October, November, December, I like to uh, celebrate wonderful charities. And October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And in studio is uh, Courageous Survivor Mary Morisovillo to share with us her uplifting and touching story. And there was so much uh, emotions that I understand went on, and she'll tell her story. But it goes from diagnosis to fear to, oh, my God, i got to take care of the kids and the house and go to my job and then double mastectomy and then recovery. And then so... You know what? Uh, I'm just a guy. I don't know better, but uh, Mary is so kind and wonderful to be in the studio with, to share with our audience, to bring awareness to breast cancer for other women. And uh, Mary, good morning. Happy Sunday. Good morning, Randy. How are you? Boy, share with us, the audience, your story. Um, It started out with um, going to the doctor with an unrelated um, doctor appointment. And he told me, you need to go get your mastectomy, uh, your, sorry, your mammogram. And so I went and got my mammogram and it came back, um, uh, was I needed to go get another one. So I went and got that one and it came back, um, unresolved issue. So I had to go to, um, the hospital and came back. Um, there were undetected things. So, um, they had to do another one. And it came back that I needed to go get um, another one. So I had to have another one later in the uh, day. And it came back um, that there were some things that they needed to check on. 
So then I needed to go get uh, the, um, they wanted to do, uh, oh, what is it? They needed to do a biopsy, no test. Uh, they needed to do another test. Um, they wanted to do, what was it? That's okay. It's a procedure. It was a procedure. And um, it turns into a slew of other tests and other tests. And you start to get more worried and more worried. And you start worrying about your children and your family. And it's very gets very stressful. And you start worrying about work. And you... You don't start thinking about yourself. You start worrying about your family and your children. And it's you start thinking about how am I going to uh, – worrying about work and how am I going to explain this to my, my family and my children. And um, then you take a beat and you think, okay, I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to worry about it and then I'm going to – pull myself up from my bootstraps and I'm going to do this. So then they came back and this all started in April and I was at work in the break room and I got the call and you get the call and it's malignancy. And you sit there and you say, oh, okay, I have malignancy. And it started out, I went to the the surgeon and it started out as a lumpectomy in my left breast. And you think, okay, well, we can handle this. And so I go for that. And then they did another mammogram and uh, to see where they were going to take care of that. And then um, they did uh, a double one. And then they found stuff in my right breast. So then they decided to do um, MRIs on both sides. And then they decided, okay. We found more stuff, and they did a, a deeper MRIs on both, and then they ended up doing, deciding to do, going back to the surgeon, we decided to do um, a mastectomy, double mastectomy, and then you sit there and you're like, okay, now I have to go back and realize that I have to explain this to my family and my children, and then you have to think of, then you start thinking about, okay, am I going to have to have chemotherapy? Am I going to have to, you know, take all of this time off of work and all of this other stuff? And how courageous you are. You tell a guy they're going to remove one of my body parts. Boy, I'm freaking out big time. And so you had a bit in shock. They're going to remove a body part or two. Oh, my gosh. Well, and then you have to think about it. You, you think about as a woman and as a single woman, you're thinking, are you going to be, you know, starting to go dating again? Are you going to be attractive again to another person? man or i mean you have to think you think about all kinds of things like that you go ahead no go ahead oh and you have to think about all kinds of things go through your mind um and plus you think oh i'm going to lose my ladies <laughs> i mean you you've had them for so long you know what mary we're we're calling up to a quick break but this is a really chilling testimony and uh, I'm, I'm happy that we're bringing awareness to other women listening to the show today but we come back for the break more of Mary Morsevillo and she's going to talk about what happened after the procedure and the success story that she c- continued with wow I'm Randy Barcella your show host and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show enjoyed every Sunday morning 8 to 9 a.m. we'll be right back 
You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. It's not unusual for us to have a ton of fun with our audience. Thank you all so much for making this your Sunday habit. Without you, the audience, we are not here week after month after year. And uh, you know me, every October, November, December, I like to feature wonderful charities in October's domestic um, Violence Awareness Month. We'll have that next week. But today, this is Breast Cancer Awareness. And uh, we've got some... She's already told half of her story, Mary Morsevillo, about uh, her incredible story of being diagnosed, um, going through the double mastectomy, and now we're up to post... Um, surgery, uh, just some really wonderful information that she's going to continue to share with us. Uh, you go through the the surgery and then you go t- through the reconstruction and you really, um, it's really a difficult surgery to go through, but you will make it through. Uh, the reconstruction with the expanders being put in, and you have those in, and then every two weeks you go get the saline put in to expand the the skin to have the um, be able to put the the implant put in. Um, but it's not uncomfortable, um, and you go through it to be able to put the implant that you choose. You the doctors do not choose the size that you want to put in; they put in the one that you choose. So. Um, and if you have any questions that the doctor does not answer, you need to ask. Please do not be afraid to ask any questions that he doesn't answer. Um, it's not a difficult thing to go through. It does not hurt. So please, please, please um, ask the questions. So after the double mastectomy, was there a lot of relief when he told you no more cancer? Oh, yeah. Um, you get the, they, you know, they test the um all the tissue and everything and it is the biggest relief the relief when they tell you that they have gotten everything i mean i just cried now mary i want to start off by saying that you're very brave and courageous for sharing your story Thank i you. know that that's not easy no it's not but what advice would you give to the women who are going through this right now please and battling please please cancer? please ladies go get your mammograms it will save your life. It saved mine. It's one of the most important things to do. Do not wait. And you will survive this. It is so important. So important. Yeah. So, I mean, it's an emo- I know, I know you, you highlighted everything, but uh, it, over what period of time did this happen between diagnosis and reconstruction? Um, it started in April. When I went for the mammogram um, and all the testing and everything, um, I went for the double mastectomy in May of 19. And then... Just one month later? April and- uh, March. No, March is when it started. It started in March. April started the testing. And then May, I got the double mastectomy. And then September, I got the um, the um, actual imp- the implants went in. So it's a... Now, Mary, now looking back, how do you think that this changed you as a woman, as a person, as a wife, as a mother? 
How do you think this changed your life? Now that it you look made back? me a more understanding person and a stronger person. Good. Definitely. Very Definitely. proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And also, uh, if somebody, if any lady is listening or girl listening right now, a lot of times fear is not a good thing because you'll go in isolation and you'll put off getting tested for a year and might be too late. Um, is it okay if somebody calls you for your advice? Yes, definitely. What's your number? It's 702-353-3934. One more time. 702-353-3934. And please call if you need to. I will answer any time of the day or night if you need to call. And uh, cancer is a scary thing. And so, uh, you know, as part of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I just wanted to get the word out there because uh, we can't have enough attention paid to this because breast cancer is really serious. It's been going on for a long time. I know sometimes and many times, like uh, Mary said, um, now I may not be attractive anymore. Maybe I will not ever be able to date again. Maybe I will not ever have a love life again. Maybe men will look at me differently or inferior. And uh, you know what? If a guy leaves you because you have no boobs, he ain't worth it anyways. All right? Just leave. That's such shallow uh, uh, information. It's who you are inside. And and unfortunately, cancer has been around for many, many years, too many years. But like um, Alondra said here, Alondra Gonzalez, um, bring awareness, right? And so, Mary, I'm so happy that you came on to the show and shared with our audience your touching story. Um, but there's a lot of women that have gone through what you have. And I love what you said at the end. You're a cura- more courageous woman now. Yes, I am. It, You know, I was always tough and strong before, but I think it's given me an extra layer of strength because... Um, Hey, if you survived this, you could survive uh, exactly. anything the rest right. of your life. And I, and that's, <laughs> yes. that's definitely what I think. I think every day it's like, get up, out of bed. There's no reason. You survived this. You can survive anything. Yeah, and also, too, when, when any of the ladies or girls call you and ask for, you know, because sometimes a support group is important. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Hey, Mary, I'm afraid. I don't know. This is what's going through. But you may be able to share with them some information about where to go, what to do, what emotions to expect. But you can recover and you're yes. a success story. Thank you so much. You're Mary. welcome. Hey, I'm Randy Barcella and you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. We're coming up to a quick break, but we come back a recap. I can't believe where did this hour go? Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Parcella, your show host. And are you in tears, audience? Did you hear Mary's testimony about breast cancer and double mastectomy and how she survived and uh, thrived afterwards? And she, you know, she went into another gear of emotions where she didn't uh, she, she didn't break down. She had to take care of the kids. She had to go to work. She had to take care of the house. She had great doctors, great support group, and she's here sharing her story with you. Boy, what a great story. If you missed any part of today's show, tomorrow, Monday afternoon, go to realestatereveal.com, R-E-V as in Victor, E-A-L-E-D.com, and click on the red bar. It says, listen to past shows. Wow, just really inspiring information. And, of course, we gave you her phone number, and if you want uh, more information, she can share with you um, you know, 
all of the great details and offer you support that you need. Because you know what? Um, I always say, no matter what a color, race, religion you are around the world, uh, my Italian grandfather and also next door was a Greek grandfather and they were sitting out in the back deck after church and they say, una faccia, una racha. Guess what, everybody? We're part of the human race. We're part of the human race. So let's take care of one another. Um, so, wow, I'm getting all choked up because I believe, believe there's too much ugliness and violence going on in the world, everybody. Uh, so, all right. So, um, hey, you know what? We designed this show years ago to bring you valuable content and information to make your life easier, stress-free, going through the mortgage market, the real estate market, and every other industry that goes along with this. And uh, we're one of the longest-running shows now. I think it's 15 years, and it's because of you, the audience. Each week, we never sell anybody anything, not once in 15 years. You email us, you text us, you tell us what you want to hear, more information. We do the research, we dispel the myths versus reality, and we put the show on just for you. So thank you all so much. Um, i got to thank the other calls that are not here, but they'll be here next week. Yeah. Um, Paula Avenham, realtor from Jamison Sotheby's Highland Park. Alex Corona and Jamie Burks, the broker owners of Corona Realty. Liz Todorovic, financial coach from Legacy Wealth. Chiquika Williams, family nurse practitioner and owner of Sky, Sky Rose Rejuvenation and Spa. Kalila Maddox, real estate agent from Real People Realty. Slav Polinski, realtor from At Properties Downers Grove. And Brad Ornstein, uh, the president of Express Home Inspections. And, of course, the great... Uh, Pete Weldon, the great producer here at AM560, The Answer. Uh, just one of the greatest guys here over many, many years. Thank you for everything. And uh, so, yeah, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, get out to the website tomorrow, realestaterevealed.com. As a matter of fact, if you want to hear the last two years' worth of shows that you missed, get out. To, we have two years. It's a free library of information, realestaterevealed.com. <clears throat> Excuse me, R-E-V as in Victor. E-A-L-E-D.com. And you know me from Facebook, everybody. I always like to post inspirational quotes, and I like to uh, end our show with that, too. Um, Life happens to all of us. It's how we react to everything that is the difference between where we are now and where we deserve to be. You see, we can't direct the wind, but we can adjust our sails. You don't always have control over what happens to you, but yes, you do have control over what you do with that experience. And you know what? Not all storms come to destroy your life disrupt your life a lot of storms come to clear your path remember that you see your setbacks in life everybody are simply a setup for favors to come and you know what when everything seems to be going against you remember that the airplane takes off against the wind not with it um and one more here everybody i love this i've learned that people will forget what you said people will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel right so be good to yourself, be good to others, everybody, and tell someone each day that you love them. Uh, be well, make it a great week, and I can't wait to see you back here on AM560, The Answer, Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Thank you. Awesome.